Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. So today's topic is called the battlefield of the mind. Did I say it right? I said it right, right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I always mess up, that's why. Okay, so okay, so a lot of people know about uh, mental health, mental illness, right? They're two different things, but have similarities, okay? But right now we're going to talk about the spiritual aspect of it all. Okay. Later on, I'll interview a therapist. Uh, they will give us the, um, what is the word that I told you earlier? The terminology term- uh-huh, of how they think. But right now we're going to talk about biblical. Okay. So we as Christians believe that there's a God and then there's Satan. There's angels and then there's demons, right? Those demons and Satan are the ones that fall down, right? From heaven or, you know, the fallen angels, right? Yes. Um, so to get more in depth into it, into it, do you want to go for it? Do you want to uh, talk about how it happened or no? Okay, so you know we all know that uh, Satan was here before the Earth was even created, even before humankind was created. It was roaming around the universe, right? So it knows the human behavior. It's been here longer than me. It's been hung- longer than you, right? You know exactly, so, right? Yeah. So it knows how to um, observe humans. Because anything that God creates, the Satan and his demons are trying to destroy. For whatever reason, you know, the devil doesn't like God. You know what I mean? I, I like God. He's been good to me. Right. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, the the ways of these uh, spirits, fallen angels, however you want to call it, is to control us. But they start with manipulating us, Right. So we, I personally, I, well, I'm just going to speak for myself, but I believe that when the Bible says that we're all born into sin, meaning that we are assigned a spirit to our lives to when we grow, it looks at you, it observes you, what hurts you, what's your weaknesses and all that stuff. Right. And it uses it against you for what? So you could be away from God and that you could have a miserable life. Right. And what, what they go for first is the mind. That's why a lot of people cannot explain why they're going through what they're going through or they don't uh, cannot comprehend the thoughts that are coming to their, their minds. I mean, they're good people. There's nothing wrong with these people. They just don't know who they're up against. So this is why I want to talk about the spirits, Satan, demons, however you want to call it. That's why I want to talk about it. I want to unveil who they are so you can know who's your enemy. For example, Mayweather will never go to the ring and fight someone he doesn't know how they fight. Yes, he trains. Yes, he gets fit and, and works out. But he also studies, studies his opponent. You have to know who you're dealing with, right? So this is why I want to get into it. And I'm going to ask uh, my guest, whom I forgot to introduce. <laughs> I got all into it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay, do you want to go for it? you want to introduce so, yourself? Uh, my name is Felicita. I hey, am thankful girl. to be here. Um excited to talk about this topic because I feel it's important. Right. You know, and just right off the bat, I want to share a scripture. Because oh, go for it. Yes. I think it's so important that we understand that we do have the power and authority. That is another area where we mess up mm-hmm. is that we like to put blame Ooh, okay, where okay. it shouldn't be. Okay. So when things happen to us, we like to blame God or we like to blame the devil. Mm-hmm. But see, God gives us free will. So he doesn't want us to be robots. He didn't Mm -hmm. call us to be robots. Yeah. So he gives us free will. Mm -hmm. So a quick example before I share the scripture is if I go up to somebody and I hurt them 
and I caused that person pain. Mm -hmm. God didn't cause that person pain. I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I chose to do that. Right. So when someone hurts you, it's not God or necessarily the devil. The devil. Right. That did it. Okay. There may be spiritual beings at play here. Mm -hmm. That's where we're getting to spirits Mm -hmm. and demons. Mm -hmm. There may be that at play that causes someone to do extreme harm or to think certain thoughts. Yes. But we have to get out of the notion of getting very comfortable with blaming mm-hmm. so-and-so made me do it. Yeah. You it know, doesn't control unless, you. Unless, unless, of course, you're being diagnosed with certain terminology, certain diagnosis out there. Psychophrenia. By, you know, uh, schizophrenia. I said, that. I said that's so wrong. <laughs> different, you know, different illnesses. Yeah. You know, that's a whole different subject. But staying on what we're talking about, we got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Because that's how the word of God was introduced wrong. Mm-hmm. It came with hurt and pain mm-hmm. because people were interpreting it the wrong way and using it for their own gain. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful, each and every one of us, to not put blame or to accuse one or the other right. for things going on in our life. Right. You know? And that leads me to the scripture. So in Luke 19, and I'm going to do the New King James Version. Um, I prefer the King James or the New King James Version. I'm very picky okay. when it comes to Bibles. Right. You know, some are too watered down, and we have to be careful of what we're watering down because right. words have power. Yeah. Right? So in the New King James, in Luke 10, 19, it says, Behold, I, have ga- I, gave, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Right. Now, some people may look at that and be like, there's no way that's true. People hurt me. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about physical right now. Okay, guys? I want everyone to understand that. Yeah. I'm not talking about physical pain. Someone socks you. Someone hurts you. Someone abuses you physically or sexually. You know, I am sorry for that. You know, there's no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, we're talking about battlefield of the mind. We're talking about the battling in the mind. So mm-hmm. that scripture, think about it. If it says that we have the power to trample over scorpions and, and all power of the enemy and no harm should come to us. If we take that apart for a second, no harm shall come to you. Mm-hmm. In other translations, at the end of that, it says nothing will injure you. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing will harm you. So let's. Let's take a minute to think about that. So if someone tells us, I don't like you and our feelings are hurt, we just allow them to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. We're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are we allowing people's space in our mind to do that? To right. have control over our day. Yeah. To have control over our life, over our meaning. And then it goes into something deeper, though. That's because we're not at a strong point in ourself. When you, I'm going I'm to say something that my grandmother taught me, and I give her all credit to this because she taught me this. But she used to tell me, when you know who you are, then you know who you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you know you're a good person, mm-hmm. that you, you do the best that you can, right. that's what I mean by good person. You take care of your responsibilities. You live the life as best as you can. You help people, right? And then someone comes and says, you're irresponsible, you don't do anything right, you don't take care of your responsibilities, but you know you paid your bills on time, you go to work and everything. 
Why would you let that affect you? Mm -hmm. To the point to where it will cause anxiety, depression, overanalyzation of what you're doing in your life. Mm -hmm. You to second guess. If you know who you are, then you know who you're not. Mm -hmm. And that goes into saying something my father taught me. An apple can never be an orange and an orange can never be an apple. Right. So now that's these, I'm setting it up for you guys to understand where the enemy comes in. Mm -hmm. Okay. When he comes into the mind, it's not just coming into mind and just chilling there. Mm -hmm. There was a soul trauma first. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then that trauma that got birth into the soul and festered and sat there trickles into the mind. Mm -hmm. He knows that. And then those thoughts become actions. Mm -hmm. So me giving these examples is just setting up ideas to get an understanding of how simple it can be for that door to be open. Exactly. If you don't start reframing your mind, Mm -hmm. there's a saying, it takes 21 days to break a habit and 21 days to make a habit. Mm -hmm. If you don't start, you're never going to start. And there's another thing that a lot of people don't understand. We got to stop saying the word try. Trying is not an action word. Will is. Mm -hmm. So when you tell yourself, I will try my best, it gets left in the corner. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever happens. Exactly. Because it's not an action word. Mm -hmm. But when you say, I will do my best, that triggers something in your mind. And then that stirs something up in you to where you are going to do it. You Mm -hmm. will do everything you possibly can to do it because will is an action word. Mm -hmm. So knowing these little bits can help you understand just how small that crack in the window or the creak in the door can be for the enemy to come in. Exactly. And then the way he comes in is, what are you tempted by? Ask yourself, are you easily angered? That spirit may be the spirit of anger. Are you easily frustrated and bothered and annoyed by something? That may be the spirit of frustration. Mm Mm-hmm. Of annoyance, spirit of anxiety. You know, we've come a society where we don't want to recognize that. Mm-mm. We want to label everything as, it's okay. That person's struggling with this. It's okay. And it's not to say that we want to be a society to sweep things underneath the rug either. Mm-mm. No, we want to call it for it. Yep. But as we just seen in Luke ten nineteen, we have the power and authority. So why are we not exercising that? Woo! Oh, where's my bell over there? I'm telling you, so we have to come to a point in our life where we stop hush hushing and being passive aggressive. Yeah. And it, it, the thing about that, uh, you're saying that you need to know who you are, mm-hmm. right? So right there, Jesus is telling you, I have given you authority. But the person who doesn't know who they are doesn't know they have that authority. Exactly. But... It goes into that. So we do understand that they may not know who they are, right? Mm -hmm. But everybody has a sense of who they want to be. Mm. Or who they want to copy. I don't know. Exactly. See, and that's one thing you have to understand that the enemy does. Mm -hmm. What God creates, the enemy cannot recreate Mm -hmm. the same. So he mimics. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a story. Okay, go for it. Right? My grandmother taught me this. God will give you one rose. Mm 
That one rose will have everything that you need. All the petals on it is everything that you need. And the thorns that come with it is all the hardships that you can go through. Right. And God knows you can excel. Mm -hmm. This was how she taught me the difference between God and the devil. Mm -hmm. So he will give you that. But God knows you only need the one rose, right? But the enemy comes knocking. Who's that? And says... Wait, are you sure you want that one rose? Just one? Mm-hmm. I have a bouquet. Mm-hmm. So then the lust of the eyes takes over. Yep. And we're fascinated and intrigued and drawn in by the abundance of beauty on top. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we take the bouquet, mm-hmm. which is 12 roses generally, right? Right. Guess what? They're beautiful. But we're wondering why trials and tribulations are harder. Things are really tough. Things, mm-hmm. There's obstacles in there that I'm pretty sure God did not want us to go through. But he's going to let us choose our path, yeah. right? He doesn't control us. And you want to know why there's more hardship and obstacles? We didn't pay attention to more roses, more thorns. Mm-hmm. So when God knew we can handle the one rose with the thorns that were on that one rose, we took the 12. Mm-hmm. And quadrupled our thorns mm-hmm. because we went for the lust of the eyes. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Adam and Eve. Yeah. It's, that's how it starts. It starts with that want. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we all have a sense of who we are because we do it every day. Right. We have a certain routine. We eat a certain way. We like certain things, Right. The goal is to not get embedded into a routine Mm -hmm. and get stuck. Yeah. If you don't like something about yourself, work at it. Yeah. And again, I want everyone to understand, I am not talking physical appearance. No. You can, that comes later. You can do all you want on the outside, but it will not change nothing in the inside. Mm -hmm. You have to work inside out. Yeah. So because that always comes up. Exactly. So if you're a procrastinator, work on not procrastinating. Or lazy. It's simple. You can't be lazy on this. Yeah. If you're a person who has a habit of watching more television time than you would like, mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. You want to stop smoking. Stop. Mind over matter. Mm-hmm. It starts with a step towards what you want. Mm-hmm. in order to get anywhere. Right. And when you start doing that, of course, you're going to start feeling like everything's attacking you because you're making a change. Of course, and the devil doesn't want that. He's not going to give you a red carpet and say, okay, have fun. Well, it's not just that. I like to say it like this. Mm. The devil doesn't bother you when you're sinning because you're sinning. Right. It's when you come out of sin. Mm-hmm. He wants to bring you back. Yeah. But the choice is... Are we going to make excuses and justify our sins? Mm -hmm. So you hear a lot of people keep saying, I was born a sinner. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, we were. Good luck with that. But guess what? (laughs) The goal is to sin less and less. Mm -hmm. Not to keep sinning. Yeah. So if God pulls us out of a, a toxic relationship, why do we run back? Or find another compared to that one. 
the Why? same as that one. Yeah. It's called familiar spirit. Mm-hmm. That needs to be broken off. Mm-hmm. And this is where now I'm bringing it all back together. So no one feels like they got lost for a minute there. Yeah. Is that that's what I'm talking about. Why are we not calling it out? We don't want to be passive aggressive and sweep it underneath the rug. And we don't want to say like, there's no seriousness in mental health. We're not, we're not excluding either one of those Mm -hmm. or trying to justify those. Right. What we're trying to get to a point or where we need to get to a point in society is to stand up for those things. Mm Mm-hmm. I bind and rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus right yeah. now. I bind and rebuke the spirit of procrastination to anyone who's listening. Yeah. Get up and do what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Get up and do that work. Mm-hmm. Get up and clean those dishes. Get up and clean your house. Get up and wash your car. Yeah. Get up and cook that food. Yeah. You know, that is using the power and authority. Yeah. Because the funny part is that I'm glad you're saying that because when Adam and Eve fell, was because they took what the Satan was telling them. In the Bible, they don't talk back to Satan. They just take everything he is telling them, right? So they take it, it gets rooted in the brain, and then it takes root. But that's why they fell. Now, if you go forward how Jesus handles Satan, he spoke back to Satan with the word of God. The way to defeat Satan is using the word of God. Not you saying, F you, Satan, get out of here. No, he's going to laugh at your face. That's his talk. You have to talk the word of God to him. That's not even his talk. Exactly. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? No, let's, let's break it down, break it down. That's okay. not even his talk. What he does, if you remember about Adam and Eve, he used part of the word of God. Are you sure? Yeah, that you God said that. He kind of twisted it around. He twisted yeah. God's word. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to cuss and all. He doesn't no. need to go through all that. No, he doesn't take that serious. Exactly. Yeah, but the Bible, because the Bible does say if you stand firm, it's like you cannot be lazy. You cannot be passive. You, you have to stand firm and know who you are, like Philly was saying. You have to stand firm and the devil will flee. Well, the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee from yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just got it. <laughs> so, resist him. Yeah. So yeah. if you, you can't fall into his trap. You exactly. Can't. And it also says that, you know, if you're led into temptation, he will, you know, he will not tempt you past what you can bear. But if you are, he will provide a way to escape. Yeah. I can get the exact scripture. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people are familiar. I'm just, yeah. And, and. Kind of like a, like a lot of women so, say, oh, my double, uh, my husband cheated on me because the devil made him do it. No, he didn't. He didn't resist the devil. That's why. Well, let's go back to that because there's a spirit of lust. Yeah, for sure. But that takes, that's been, uh, a person doesn't wake up. One day and say, I'm going to no, cheat on this person. but that's what I mean. That yeah. needs to be broken off. Yeah. That need, that's a deeper... Everything goes deeper than just the surface. Yeah, exactly. Depression. Spirit. Spirit of depression. You know, and that... So you believe that uh, when a person falls into depression, that's a spirit? Yeah. Okay. What overcame you? Okay. What brought you into that? Yeah. What happened? What What did you see to your... Ear, uh, your eye gate and hear through your ear gate mm-hmm. to get to that point. Yeah. There's a song. Uh, I want to say Jonathan McReynolds, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, who has a song named Cycles. And he says in part of the song, the devil learns from our mistakes even when we don't. Mm. That's how he keeps us in cycles. Mm-hmm. And in part of his song, he's talking about, how did I get here again? What you- is something I ate? 
So those cycles, do you think they've been uh, going on since we're chi our childhood or it's been in place in our family? Depends on the person. Oh, generational curses and things. That's a thing. Yeah. Pass down, pass down. The way you act in your house and the way, think about it. It takes a lot for a person. If their mother was abusive and their father was abusive and they grew up in that, they're going to be abusive. It takes a lot not to be that person. Mm -hmm. You really, you really have to be focused in a positive way and do a, a thorough cleansing. And I don't mean like brujaria and all that cleansing. No, that's going to make it worse. About a thorough <laughs> spiritual cleansing, breaking generational curses mm -hmm. and things off of you. Yeah. Before you can and allow the Holy Spirit and God yeah. to do the 360 on you. If you don't do that. You're going to have those same patterns. It may be a different way. Mm-hmm. That's what a cycle is. That's how you get entrapped. That's why it feels like you can never get out. Mm -hmm. You're in a circle. You're in a, a circle that brings in one opening and you feel like you can run out of the circle. But before you get to the edge, it mm -hmm. closes on you. Mm -hmm. And you're stuck. That's that feeling of, I can't move. Yeah. I can't breathe. Yeah. I don't like this life. Why me? Mm -hmm. You have to get out of that. Yeah. And we understand it's it's hard. Like the devil is not nice or the demons, whoever's there, right? It's not nice. It's going to try to control you, pull you down, try to like manipulate you to but everything. The, only, the, the secret to that is just like we have to accept Jesus Christ. Right. So you feel like that's the only way out. No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we have to accept Jesus Christ, correct? Right. The only way a demon can be in you is legal right. If you don't want them there, they have to leave. Mm -hmm. Whether that has to be performed through deliverance or exorcism is a different point. Yeah, that's possession. Depending, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Depending on how far that goes. But right. deliverance, you usually can get rid of them. But mm -hmm. you do have strong spiritual beings like Jezebel spirit. You have mm -hmm. all these different... Spirits that are what they consider a strong man. Okay. But they have to have legal right. You have had to open the door. Mm -hmm. They can't just come in without permission. Mm -hmm. And some enter through trauma. Some enter through very traumatic spaces and take up. I mean, you'll see behaviors of people. Yeah. Like you said, some people just feel like they have a lustful, lustful spirit and they don't understand they've been like that for a kid. Well, there, some trauma probably happened there and a demon, the spirit of lust came in. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example. Like, um, it's a small little trauma, but, well, it's not small. I can't minimize that. But a lot of people that I have asked questions regarding this, they've always said they've been through something, right? For example, like my mom, um, she started having panic attacks, right? And the reason why it all started, not the reason, but uh, she even called it, like, it all started when my, her mom died, when my grandma died. Okay. Like, that impact her, right? But the only, but she started going to church, and she started receiving Christ. And now she knows how to control it, right? Because she felt like she would die. I remember one time she had an attack that, I was like, mom, what's wrong with you? She was like, I'm going to die. I can't, I don't feel it. Like she was like, she wanted to run. Like she couldn't help it. Right. And I didn't understand her. So, it, it, but her way of pulling herself out 
was the way you said it, when she received Christ. And then she started working on it, claiming the word, saying no, all these things. Like you, you have to be, you have to tap into that strength within you to get out of that trauma, right? She still misses my, my grandma, of course, but it's not, uh, and she still gets panic attacks once in a while. I'm not going to say she doesn't, but she knows how to control it now. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it all started with that tra- trauma. And some people could go for a lot of different, stronger, more vicious traumas than that. So I could just imagine how they're being attacked. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to get healing. And then you have to be careful you don't have soul fragments. What is that? Soul fragments is when a soul of someone that's passed away is left in someone else. Oh, what? So I didn't you know see that. someone that actually does behaviors of that person. <gasps> can mimic them, act like them, talk like them. That's a soul fragment. You know, there's there's different there it goes deep. Okay, well let's go and deep, so, girl. I wanna know this So is... you have to you have to be careful. There's soul ties. Okay. Okay, I do I did know about that one. Yeah. I did soul, soul ties. ties, yeah. But soul fragments is pieces of that person that's within another person. Mm-hmm. It could be passed down through generations or it could skip a generation. Right. Oh. Yeah. And that goes along with curses, you know, like curses can skip they can be passed down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of traumas, you have to look at depending on how severe the trauma is and if they got healing from it. When you get healing from it, usually when you receive healing and deliverance for your traumas, those demons that were with it go. Mm-hmm. You know? And you'll stop all that, period. Mm-hmm. So there may be more to that anxiety than just loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loss brings grief, and grief can bring on way different stages mm-hmm. as well you know there's different stages of grief mm-hmm. that can bring different spirits too mm-hmm. but w- when i say stand up and how i agree with you when you're talking about tapping into that deeper part i mean and i've shared this before with family okay if you're in a grocery store and you're starting to breathe hard and you feel like you're having a panic attack, i am the kind of person and you will hear me if you see me in walmart or see me on the streets <laughs> i am not there to play you will see me i will stand right there i don't really get panic attacks or anything like that, but I'm using this as an example mm-hmm. and I'll share what I, I, I bind and rebuke that spirit of anxiety right now. You do not have any power or authority in my life. Mm-hmm. I am going to get in this grocery store and I'm going to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. You know, if my kids, I take them to the store and they're acting up like really crazy. Uh-uh. This is not the fruits of the spirit. What are the fruits of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, patient, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Are we exercising any of those right now? Mm-hmm. No? Then we need to get on that level. Mm-hmm. I bind and rebuke the spirit of fussiness and frustration right now. We just ask it to go and Lord, fill her up or him up yeah. with your love, your peace, your joy, and your comfort. Give them a hug right now, Lord. Yeah. If they're feeling stressed. Yeah. And I know um, I, I could just hear the audience say, well, it's not that easy, right? It can be. It's a choice. You choose you choose which way you're going to go. In mm-hmm. the morning when you wake up, if you don't feel good, you can choose to keep saying, I don't feel good and make yourself have a bad day. Or you could choose to say, I don't feel good, but you know what? I'm going to take a warm shower or whatever might help you. I'm going to relax, have a cup of tea, and I'm going to get through this day. Do you feel like that's when you need to tap into um, your strengths? No. That needs to be a way of life. Mm. Okay. I look at strength as a reserve bucket. Okay. My strength, meaning reserve bucket, is when I'm having those deep, deep days, I need to tap into that. Yeah. 
That's when I need to go in my prayer closet fast and pray and just tap. And that's when you pour out. That's when you lose somebody. That's when something like just happens when your world is shooken up and you feel like you can't go on. That's when you pull in the strength. What we're talking about right now, in my own personal way of thinking and how I live, that's every day. Mm-hmm. That's the surface. That's my spirit. That's tapping into who I am, who I walk in every day. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How did you get there? Why are you smiling? What's going on? It's so, going through your head. <laughs> no, so we're, we're over here smiling really big. Um, the reason why is because I feel like this is something personally I was born with. I feel like it's a gift that I was given okay. to share. My mother gave me a name, Felicita. Right. Which we all know felicidades, feliz. It right. It means happy, joyful, congratulations. Right. Even though she may have not known that, God did. Mm-hmm. And when I say born, the reason why I'm going to say that, I was born two pounds, four ounces. I was born intoxicated with enough drugs to kill a full-grown man. I fought through it. Mm-hmm. I had challenges. I fought through it. When growing up, I grew up with one of those horror stories that you just, you, you wouldn't believe someone like me came out of it. Mm-hmm. I took care of my little sister and my little brother. Mm-hmm. Walking to the grocery store, doing different things, catching my mom's chicks, all kind of stuff, right? So looking at that, I kept going. Mm-hmm. And I've learned as an adult, I have a spirit where I don't know how not to keep going. Mm. I always keep going. And even when I don't want to, I still keep going. Mm -hmm. And there was a time in high school. I went to the mental hospital for three months. I did not know that. Yeah. In high school. 16. Did we know each other by then? Yes. (gasps) I didn't know. No one knew. Not even the teachers could talk about it. It wasn't until I got out that the teachers were like, we never knew. You're always smiling and everything. But see, I went in there. For some hurt that I would, thought I was doing for everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. my mother was a drug addict. My father was a drug addict at this time still. And they were blaming me for things that I couldn't help. So, mm-hmm. you know, of course, being a teenager and not understanding how to get out of that. You know, I had some things. But, you know, when I got into that mental health, I ended up helping people get out. Mm. I didn't get, I didn't take any of the medication. I didn't have to do anything they were doing. I ended up teaching classes. Wow. I ended up facilitating certain meetings and helping kids get out. Wow. Three kids that were in there for three years, I helped them get out in, in one month. Wow. So I look at it as a gift, a gift of just, you go, you keep going. The Bible says your latter days will be better than your former days. Yep. Now, there have been some times where I was knocked out. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Domestic violence relationship, I was on the floor. I did not want to survive. I did not want to get up. Yeah. I got up. Yeah, it took everything off me to peel myself off that floor mm-hmm. and do what I had to do with my kids, single mom, and come over here. It, it was, it was, it was heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Something I never thought I would have to do in my whole life. Yeah. And then making it was even harder. Mm. Let me emphasize, and this is where I want people to understand, because a lot of people will say that. Like you said, the audience will say it's easier said than done. Right. So let me break it down to you. Making the choice to leave my ex 
and making a choice that I did for the best of my family. That felt easy, even though it was hard. Mm -hmm. That sounds contradicting, but let me break it down. So the decision was hard. I didn't want to do it. But once I did it, it was like, well, I already did it. But it was after that almost killed me. After. It took me eight months. Eight months. To where I was experiencing depression. I didn't even know I was. Mm -hmm. I had other people telling me I must have been depressed. I have my own father. I, you know, I'm very being transparent here. I'm not ashamed. You know, I have my own father telling me, when's the last time we take a shower? Like, you've been cooking every day, you've been cleaning, you've been taking care of the kids and everything, but have you, like, thought about yourself? Are you okay? Yeah. I was a walking show for seven months. It wasn't until the eighth month where I begged out and cried out to God and said, you know what, Lord, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this. That's what I'm trying to get everyone to understand who's listening today. Mm -hmm. I had to say, I don't want this. It, it took me back to what my grandma meant when she had tears in her eyes saying, you have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired yeah. in order for change to happen. And that's what it took me through. But it took me after I made the choice yeah. to be the hardest point of my life. Yeah. And at that point, when I said I was sick and tired and sick and tired, I've been a Christian all my life. I grew up in Christian church, baptized by water, all that growing up. Right. But it took this time. Where I said, God, I surrendered everything. Yeah. May 12, 2018, I surrendered everything. Yeah. Like, not how I did before. Not like, oh, Lord, I, I receive you. I've always had them in me. Yeah. But, I mean, I broke down. I said, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I don't want nothing. Yeah. I just want my kids. I don't want nothing else. Take it all. Please, take everything. I don't want no more pain, no hurt. That's how bad I was hurt. Mm-hmm. But no one knew I was. See, and with that came healing because I was able to heal with where God sent me. He had me go. I received, like, I don't like to say I received him again, but I say I surrendered. You're right. I surrendered. Completely surrendered. Completely. And gave him everything that day. And after that, my whole life changed. And now you know. It it all changed. It was like everything that I ever been through was like, oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is why. And that's why, and that spirit has never left me to keep going. But I had to make a choice to stay in it or to to surrender, to keep doing it in my own strength or give it to God. Mm. Like, that's where we mess up. And where we really mess up as a society is we talk about only God can judge me. No one can judge me. And all this, but yet we put our business on social media. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? Yes, free country, free speech, free this, free that. Yes. But it does come with a cost. Mm-hmm. No one knew I was separated from my ex unless I told them in person. Yeah. You don't advertise your business. My grandma said, never wash your dirty clothes in public. If you don't want judgment and that extra pressure, if you know you're, and this is why I'm saying that, I'm getting to that. If you know you're someone, be honest with yourself. Let's just say this first. Be real. I've always been real with myself. Mm -hmm. 
you know yourself. Mm-hmm. So you got to be real. With it, uh-huh. So if you know that you're a person who needs that attention, needs some social media, needs just reassurance from someone else and things like that, ask for healing there. That way you can heal with the right people. When you put your stuff public and you know you're not a person who can handle that type of backlash, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't let pride, the spirit of pride, take over you. Because then you become a, a target. Yep. And then that creates more depression, more hurt, more anxiety. Because you got all these people, family or not family, coming at you all kind of ways. Don't do it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. I share my story, my testimony, parts of it, bits and pieces when the Holy Spirit wants me to. Yeah. And today was one of those days where I felt the need to share where I was coming from. Because a lot of people can hear our voice and think, oh, they've never been through nothing. They talk like they've never been through nothing. Oh, we have been through some things. We've been through some things. The thing is this. You can't control how someone else is, but you can control your actions and mm-hmm. how you react. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how do you react to things? I can go around and be angry, mad, bitter, treating everybody like I was treated, but why? Even the Bible says, do not pay evil back with evil. Mm-hmm. Eye for an eye. Do not do that. Mm-hmm. There's no reward in it. Instead, be a blessing. I'd rather be a blessing and pass on love than hate. Yeah. Blessings instead of curses. Peace instead of destruction. Yeah. And if I'm not liked for that, then that's okay. Because I want to speak life into people, mm-hmm. not death. Mm-hmm. And if I go around treating people like people have treated me, that's speaking death. And I'm not mad at those people. I pray for them. I, I pray the best for them. Also, be real with yourself on that. If you're not sure how to pray for somebody, don't pray for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't talk about it. Because you can pray the wrong prayers. Yeah. You can say the wrong thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know? Heal. Allow yourself to heal. It's okay to heal. We become a society that wants a microwave heal. Mm-hmm. Healing is not microwavable, people. <laughs> Let me repeat that again for the people in the back yeah, of the bus. Come on, get it. Healing is not microwavable. Yeah. You got to put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it starts off at 200 degrees <laughs> and then it takes time to get up to the broil, yeah. you know, before it burns all the way off, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can say, I am free from that. Right. I love how my godmother always says, deliverance happens in layers. Mm-hmm. Some people it may happen where you're good, but then, you know, the years down the line, you may need deliverance in something else, you know? But it happens in layers. Yep. Some people receive it like that. Some people don't need to take time. It digs deeper and deeper. But keep receiving it. Keep wanting to be better. You know, a lot of people try to justify their sinning and their actions of how they are and how they're living their life wild and out here and mm-hmm. doing things because they are a good person. Yeah. As long as Guess I'm a good what? person. Yeah. Dude, you had me in tears. That's why I stay quiet for a while. <laughs> I usually I'm talking, but no, I was like, oh my God, I've heard pieces of your testimony, but I've never heard it all. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, oh my God. So what are you going to give us, Philly? So, you know, we like to say I'm a good person, but I'm a good person to justify everything. I'm doing the best I can. Do you know in the Bible, it was saying that he said, Lord, but you're good. He was telling Jesus that. And Jesus told him, 
I'm not good. Mm-hmm. The only one who's good is my father. Mm-hmm. Jesus was perfect in all his ways, and yet he wouldn't even claim being good. Exactly. So we have to get, get out of the notion that, oh, because I'm a good person, I can justify doing wrong. Yeah. I, I understand, yeah. We know wrong from as wrong. As long as I don't hurt nobody. Exactly. But it's hurting you. Mm-hmm. Gambling unnecessarily is hurting you. Mm-hmm. We're to be good stewards over our stuff. But see, that opens the door. So we have to be so careful in how we're doing things in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, people ask me that. Well, gambling is not really that bad. Are you sure? Yeah. Really? It's not? So that $300 you put in the machine, you didn't need it? Yeah. You couldn't be a blessing? You couldn't go donate it? You couldn't go buy, you know, something for a program like the ABC Club or anything like that? You couldn't go help someone? Mm -hmm. Homeless shelter? Nothing? Can I ask you, um, that that triggered a question in me. Um, Do you think that a lot of our... uh, mind that we battle with is because we're just so self-centered in us we're too focused on us instead of being a blessing and being distracted we are our own worst enemy yes that's why i brought up that something people think of simple am i saying shut down the casinos oh they're the devil no i'm not saying that at all Mm -hmm. you know they're a place of business they provide jobs for many people, you know? No, mm-hmm. I'm not saying nothing like that. Be careful of what you're doing and how you're doing is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the simplest things that we think are not a big deal mm-hmm. add up to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I can say I completely agree with you because the strongest part of our mind is getting out of it's all about me. Mm-hmm. That means if I see you in the store struggling, and I have the means to help you. You can deny my help, but at least let me offer. Mm-hmm. Do we see that anymore? You know, I did that twice in the store, and both times I was denied. But I offered. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if we're denied or not. What matters is we offer. Mm-hmm. We're not a society who offers anymore. If I see you struggling, that's your pedo. Yeah. Handle yourself. Oh, that's not my business. We're to walk away. There are certain things, yes, you don't want to be involved in. Okay? Yeah. There are certain things. If you see someone throwing a fit and having a riot and things like that all crazy, you you most likely don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, I know. You know, there are certain things you, you use wisdom and discernment, mm-hmm. you know? But there are the little things that, unfortunately, has become scary with helping, you know, the single mom to her car. You can't do certain things anymore because the crime rate, you feel like everyone's trying to come at you, everyone's trying to record, and, you know, you feel you might feel scared. But I say in some senses, you know, if you feel that you can, try to offer help to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, of course use wisdom, of course be wise, but just, you know, somebody might, you know, in the store need help. Maybe they're missing 50 cents. Yeah. You know, if you have the ability to pay someone's bill. There's something in not thinking about yourself, but thinking about others. Yeah. There's something about that. The smallest thing. 
you know, someone falls in the street and you go help them. But, I mean, I have different views. I just feel like we have to be recognized for it. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So regarding um, this mental thing, it's it's kind of like when you're taking yourself out of there, you're not so focused on, in, okay, I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling all this stuff, right? You're focusing on blessing somebody else. But you don't want to do that because you have to be careful in that. What do you mean? So you can come out of that and like, I'm not focused on being sad or depressed. No, you don't want to go out of that. You want to address that. Okay. Because then you can be an overgiver mm, to okay. compensate. You could be codependent. You could become codependent on giving. So this is so many different layers. Exactly. You yeah. can be codependent on giving just because you're trying to fill a void. Mm-hmm. No, we have to address it. If I'm feeling depressed, I got to address that. Okay. Hello. No, I'm not accepting that today. Mm-hmm. That has to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if it takes me a minute to just breathe. Relax. Or what would cause that or yeah. something. What triggered that? You know what? What was that? If I have to stop and pause and figure out what was that? Why did that happen? Then do that. Mm-hmm. But address it. Don't try to project or come out of a feeling because then you won't face it. So you're just avoiding it. Yes, we have to stop doing that. It's time to face it. We've been avoiding it. That's why you have pill poppers and alcoholics, Mm -hmm. drug addicts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're avoiding facing the trauma in which they need to get healed from. Mm -hmm. That's how you become into the get. You know, become like that or get into these habits. Oh, let me, and that's why I brought up something like going out to eat or like the casino kind of thing. It starts off, I need to get away. Yeah. I need something to do. Why do you need something to do? Why do you need to get away? Now, it could be innocent. I just want to go eat, you know, things like that. But I'm just bringing up, that's the simplest, most general example I can give without causing offense Mm -hmm. in a way that there's other things we can mention that will maybe too personal to somebody. Right. You know, so something like that is general, but why are you going, mm-hmm. you know, always ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to a grocery store and I don't need it, why am I going? Mm-hmm. If I have all the food I need at the house, got all the toilet paper, everything I need, why do I have the need to go to the store? So you're questioning your, your, your motives, your, yes. your thinking. That's, that's part of questioning your motive so you can know what you're doing mm-hmm. and why. Because if there's a pattern or there's an issue there, you could stop it. Yeah. So if I realize I only need to go to the store once a week, but I'm starting to go three or four times. Yeah. Just because, why am I doing that? What is inside me that's causing me to need to go out? Yeah. Because guess what it's doing now? It's affecting my gas cost. It's affecting my budget. Mm-hmm. My budget will affect my household. So you have to be careful. Right. You know, you got to start recognizing things as they come. And that's why I said, as soon as you get that spirit of anxiety, as soon as you get that spirit of frustration, anger, anything like that, sadness, pray it off of you. So what, what do you think happens when somebody accepts it and dwells on it? It grows. One of the oldest proverbs, one of the oldest things you could think of. Which are you going to feed today? Who's going to, as I tell my son, who's going to be your daddy today? Mm-hmm. I made a, a sign for my son for his birthday a long time ago. 
of the Autobots and Decepticons. And it has his name, Michael Lopez. And I put Autobot on one side and Decepticon on one. And everybody was like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Why? No one wants to put a Decepticon. You know what I mean? That's the bad guys. I said, oh, it's simple. I can raise my, way, my son and my children up in the ways of the Lord. And when they go older, they shall not depart from it. That means what seeds were implanted in you will not be thrown out. Mm-hmm. But he has free will. Even as a 15-year-old kid, he has free will. Yeah. You can't force everyone to do everything that you want. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to rebel. Someone's mm-hmm. going to, you know? So every morning I ask him, Who's, what team are you on today? Mm-hmm. Jesus or the enemy? <laughs> Hence, he loves Transformers. Hence why I put Autobot and Decepticon. Good guys or bad guys today, homie? Yeah. Because if you act like this and this is your behavior, there's an outcome. Then guess what? There's consequences, and you're gonna have him, you know, whoever you're choosing, be, you know, if you're choosing to be on the enemy side today, then guess what? The enemy's, you know, he's a god of lies. You're gonna be manipulated. You're gonna be. There's consequences. Right. If you choose Jesus today and to do what you need to do, and everything, there's there's consequences for that. Right. There's consequences on both sides. Which one are you going to choose, though? Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I've made a habit on waking up early in the morning, right? Because I want to set the date. I want to set the day's tone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to have me. It's not going to control me. It's going to, I'm going to say, this is what's going to happen today, and I'm going to stick to it. It's kind of like, you know, I'm choosing this side, the bad side, or the good side. Do I want to be successful today, or do I want to be a failure today? Do I want to be controlled and, and, uh, manipulated with anger or get frustrated with the kids at work or something or do I want to have fun and know how to talk to them and things like that right I have you have to set the tone for the day like like you can or else the life will handle you oh yeah and I even do mine even simpler than that I just say Lord let your will be done yeah and anything that is not of you anything that does not glorify you anything that is not of the fruits of the spirit Mm -hmm. I need a whole day speak (laughs) Do not let me say anything that is not kind. I teach my kids. Before you speak, let it go through the three gates. If it doesn't make it through the three gates before it comes out of your head, do not say it. Is it kind? Is it truth? And is it appropriate? Mm. If it doesn't go through those three gates, you don't need to be talking. Okay. Simple. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people may be like, that's harsh. No, it's not. It's to teach your kids to understand... That if it's not appropriate, it's not truth, and it's not kind, what are you speaking? Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people say everything you say can't be kind. That's where the truth comes in. The truth will hurt. The truth will set you free. We know the truth is not always kind, mm-hmm. but you can still say it in love. The Bible says, let all things that you do be done in love. Mm-hmm. He didn't say with an exception of. Yeah. Yeah. So you can still say the truth, and it could be in love. And it's, it, I, don't, I don't know why someone would say that's harsh. It's kind of like you're showing them morals. Like you're... Morals and values. Yeah. But see, that's what I mean. We've, we've, we've become a society where everything has an offense. Mm. Everyone's on offense. Yeah. No one's on defense. And the only way to win the battles of your mind is on defense. Yeah. Yeah. You sure. have to fight it. Yeah. Every day you wake up. Just like some people, this is a whole nother topic, like they get 
you know, deep, but there's people who depend on astrology to make their day. Yeah. Well, guess what? Put that aside. Stop relying on a piece of paper and some words that are man-made mm-hmm. to tell you how your day is going to be. Tell yourself when you wake up in the morning, I am, I will do the best that I can today. In quotes. <laughs> I will do my best to be kind, gentle, loving, patient. Just speak life over yourself. Mm-hmm. And what I cannot do, Lord, help me the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Lord, no, your Bible, your word says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You did not say the weapon will not form, but you said it will not prosper. Yeah. So as my enemies out there forming weapons, Lord, I ask that it does not touch me today. Mm-hmm. That they do not prosper over my life. Jeremiah 29, 11, You know the plans and purpose you have for me. Yeah. You know, so it's like, live it. Yeah. A lot of times we read it and we memorize it, but we don't apply it. When you apply the word of God to your life, you can be like Job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I truly believe that we are in a spiritual world. Yes, we have a physical life, but we're also spiritual. We have the soulful. And the yeah. Bible clearly says the things that you need to wear, you have to wear an armor. Because the enemy is always going to have you under attack. He's prowling, mm-hmm. like ready lying. to destroy you, manipulate it, control Kill, steal, yes. and destroy. Yes, yes. That's his purpose. Yeah, and he always hits the mind. That's where you have to put the helmet of salvation. What's the word? Meditate on the word. You have to take out your sword to fight the enemy. You have to put out your shield of faith, uh, dodging the darts. You have to put the whole armor every single day because the devil's no joke. It's gonna attack you constantly. Throughout the day, every day, he wants your soul. That's why we are, I know a lot of people might not understand the spiritual realm, but it's real. And I get it, because we can't see it. You can't touch it. But it's a spirit. It's there. Exactly. And it leads in, and it's so awesome that you're mentioning that, because when you were talking, the things that came to my mind is like how we always think when our car is getting repoed or we can't pay our car or we miss a payment and things like that. Oh, the devil's after me. He doesn't want your car. No. The devil does <laughs> yeah. not need your car or your house. He doesn't care for that. He came through your mind and you misused some finances. Mm-hmm. We're to be good stewards over everything and use wisdom. If you really want to know how to run your finances, your business, and your life as far as structure and related, go to Proverbs. Read the whole entire Proverbs. I love that book. Proverbs Ugh. is all about business. Getting uh-huh. down to business and how to run, it, it will help you. It will edify your business and your household and your finances. Everything. When you need comfort and needing that time, go to Psalms. Read all the Psalms. Mm-hmm. I tell people, don't read the Bible from start to beginning. I mean, from beginning to end. Right. Don't. Start in Psalms. Mm, Psalms. Every day, read the Psalms. I heard... Uh, uh, that will build love... Comfort that will give you some peace in times that will give you then go to Proverbs. Yeah. That will teach you wisdom. Like I said, how to run things, how to stuff. Then once you got that embedded in, go to Mark, Luke, John. John is the one that uh, a lot of yes. people recommend to know how much Jesus loves you. You know, of yeah. course, you want to know how much Jesus loves you, but I'm talking to the people who feel that they have that already. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the people who feel, I know Jesus already. Mm. 
You know, we have that a lot now. Think yeah. about it. We have a lot of people. I already know. Yeah. God so loved the world. He you yeah. know, sent his only, but God, I know, I know. So this is for the people who are out there saying, I know. Do you know? And I know <laughs> that Jesus loves me. So they don't want to read John. Yeah. So I'm telling you, read Psalm every day. Read a different Psalm every day until you finish Psalms. Mm-hmm. Then go to Proverbs. Read a proverb every day. Then from there, go to Mark, Luke, and John. No, Mark, Luke, and Matthew. Matthew's a good one. Matthew, Mark, right there, you will learn about deliverances, exorcisms, mm. and healing. And the miracles, wonders, and signs. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. But start off. If you're someone who feels you already have an in-depth relationship and you know that Jesus yeah. loves you and he died for you, then go to Psalms and Proverbs. If you feel that you've already gotten that and you, you have a strong foundation, then I advise anybody who feels, even though they are seasoned, to go back and read Mark, Matthew, and Luke. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Because a lot of people that are even believers don't want to hear about deliverances and exorcisms. And it's there, though. That's what Jesus did. You know how many times the Bible talks about the devil? It's there. But not just that. What did Jesus do when he was here? Mm-hmm. He delivered a lot of... Uh-uh. He wasn't going around giving high fives. He came, he came in with healing, delivering, and exorcism. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. Okay. And, and may I add right now, since we're in this topic, I'm just going to quick little, you know, a little turn de- detour. Okay. So when Jesus delivered the people, he first delivered them and then said, sin no more. He didn't tell the people who are worldly, sin no more, and then I'll deliver you. I just wanted to clarify that. Back to you, Philly. <laughs> exactly. So we are a generation and a people who say action speaks louder than words, mm-hmm. right? Jesus spoke very few words. Mm-hmm. And did a lot of mm. So us as believers, we should be walking the walk. People should know who we are by how we walk, not how we talk. Okay. Only, let me clarify, only, because see a lot of us talk and don't walk. Mm-hmm. We should be able to match both. Mm-hmm. We walk how we talk and we talk how we walk. Because if we're a stumbling block because we look like a hypocrite, what are we representing? And a lot of people don't understand. You reflect your household. Mm-hmm. And your kids reflect you. Mm-hmm. You can say all you want. I never did that. I don't know why my kids and all this happened. But it goes back to the battlefield of the mind. How you taught and did things in your home, your kids comprehended that in their own way. Mm-hmm. So then they became that. If you speak life in your home, your children will speak life. If mm-hmm. you speak death in your home, your children will speak death. Mm-hmm. Like your way of thinking has passed down to your children. And your nieces and your nephews. Mm-hmm. What do you want people to see when they walk up? Someone that, remember this. If, if you guys don't remember anything that we've talked about today, remember this. Your name is what you leave behind. Mm. That's what I get to tell people. That's why I always ask them, how do you want to be remembered? It's not, no, not even remembered. Do you want someone to walk up or to hear that you're walking up? And do you want their reaction to be, oh my gosh, here she comes? Mm. (laughs) Or do you want it to be, you know what? I'm so thankful she is here. Yeah. That's why you're alive. Yeah. And then when you're gone, if you have children or you have family members... 
do you want them to be like, oh, I'm not going to... I, I remember I her mom. Mm-hmm. I remember so-and-so. Yeah. Or do you want them to be, you know what? She was such a blessing to me. I would love to be able to be a blessing to you. Yeah. Which one do you want? Exactly. But it all starts in the mind. Mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Someone said, you never got sick. It's never that I didn't get sick. It's how I handle it. Yeah. This means in any area. Sickness can cover so many areas. Yeah. Right? So we could talk about sickness in the body. We could talk about sickness in the mind. We could talk about sickness in the thought. It's how you handle it. Yeah. True. How you respond to everything. Yeah. I can get cut right now. Two ways it can go. I can freak out and panic. Let's go to see ER. <laughs> or I can look at it, examine it, and be like, okay, you know what? This is not as bad as it may look. Mm-hmm. Do you have this? Do you have this available? Do you have this in your emergency kit? We can just do this right now. Yeah. No, you cannot think this way in all circumstances. There's no way yeah. you can think that way in all circumstances. No, I'm not saying that. But when you're grounded enough, you're able to be a lot stronger in extreme circumstances. Mm -hmm. So it's not for everybody. Not everybody can handle certain things, certain situations. But the goal is for us to get to a place to where if something traumatic were to happen, we wouldn't fall apart. Right. So I have another question, and it's going to be our last question. We're almost out of time. Do you think your surroundings can affect your thinking or um, help? Definitely. Okay. Completely. The Bible says, where your heart is, so will your treasure be. Mm. And we all know, you know, be careful. Even the word of God says, be careful who you hang around. Yeah. Wise counsel and all that stuff. Yes. So if you look at it from that point of view, of course. You become who you're around. Yeah. You may feel like you can't change them, but they're going to change you. Mm-hmm. Negativity is stronger. So it takes one bad fruit to mm-hmm. make the whole bowl rotten. Yeah. So if you're around too many people that are negative or that are of fear and thinking different ways, they're going to affect you. And if you're around positive people, then guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to be filled up. Mm-hmm. You're going to get filled up whatever you're around. Mm-hmm. So be careful of what you're around. Yeah. And never go in the notion thinking you can change anyone. Only God can change people. You can be an influence. Mm-hmm. For example, today, here with you, I can influence you mm-hmm. to do something bigger, greater. We can influence each other, encourage each other. The Bible says lift one another up. Mm-hmm. But I can't change you. Mm-mm. That's what we have to get out of that. We're not here to change people. Yes, thank you. We're here to encourage and uplift yeah. and educate. Yeah. My people perish for they do not know. Mm-hmm. Do not perish, people. Come on, get it together. <laughs> yeah. So be careful who you hang around. Be careful who, what you allow yourself to watch, Mm-mm. to listen to. Mm-hmm. If you listen to a whole bunch of oldies and it's making you depressed, girl, you better change the station. Music does have a lot of power. There's spirits behind that. You know, I think that Lucifer, when he was a, uh, he was the worship leader, so he knows the out the effect that music has. But even take it off of him and take it more deeper. Okay, how so? 
So if you have a particular oldie, let's use Etta James. Right. I'd rather go blind. What was her spirit behind that? She was hurt. What was on her mm-hmm. when she sang that song? She was drunk. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Mm-hmm. What was going on for her to sing that? Yeah. So then you start singing that and listening and listening and listening and listening. After a while, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You're going to be sad out of nowhere. Yeah. All men are dogs. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to wonder where it's coming from. Yeah. Music it does, does have an influence. Mm-hmm. Movies, game, it does influence you if you're not standing firm. If you're not strong. It can influence you easily. Yeah. The mind can be affected in so many so different many ways. ways. There's so many gates. There's so many doors. This topic can go on mm-hmm. for like a good four or five episodes. Yeah. Because there's so many layers. Yeah. But it goes back to entire, you know, is that you can be spiritually affected. And a lot of Christians do not believe that you can have demons in you. But where they mess up is your spirit man... It's completely saved. He's good to go. Nothing can dwell in the same place of your spirit. The demons don't dwell in the spirit. They can't be there. No, you have can't. the spirit of God. Right. They're in your soul. Yeah. That's where the work is. Yeah, that's why I trip out when people say, I go to church, I receive Christ, I'm, I'm righteous. Okay, yeah, God, Jesus made the way, but you still have to work You have to on... work at it. You have to work on your salvation. You You're not to just going to wake up and be like, oh, I'm holy. You're not going to do that. We're sinners. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. The goal is to sin less and less. Yeah. And the only way you can start that is realizing the power and authority in Christ that you have, mind, to speak over them. Mm-hmm. I can tell that spirit, get away. Get out of my house. I don't want you. So what are your... Uh, I know I said it's the last question, but... I, <laughs> one more question. <laughs> right? So how do you have authority over Satan and all his little followers? You speak the word of God. Okay. And just like I said, if you feel something coming over you, if we were sitting here right now and all of a sudden me and you spiritually inclined felt something, we can sit here and say, I bind you rebuke whatever spirit that might have been felt. You know, if you feel something, if you feel your house is going haywire and everyone's angry, you can stand in your room. You can stand in the bathroom if you have to and say, Whatever this spirit is, or it's better to identify it, though. That's why I said, yeah. if you know everyone's angry. Yeah, because Jesus would ask. Yes, you would say, spirit of anger, I bind and rebuke you out of my yeah. house right now. You do not want to be. Remember that part where he says, Paul, I know. Peter, I know. But who are you? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that. Mm-mm. The demon said, who are you? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Or what about when Jesus, when Peter was trying to come at Jesus, when Jesus was saying that he had to die on the cross, and Peter was like, no, Lord, that will not happen. And Jesus, Jesus said, like, get behind me, Satan. Uh-huh. You, you have, have to, to be like that with your friends. Mm-hmm. So if the Lord puts something in your heart, and he's giving you the vision in your mind, and you got friends that are coming against the word of God and the confirmation in which he's giving you, and you're pathing, you have to tell them, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. They're coming against what God said. Yeah. You have to use your authority. You have to use your authority. Yep. You have to speak that life in your house. If you feel frustration is taking over with your spouse or with your children or with even your best friend or something, I bind it. You know what? I'm just going to pray right now. And if that, if that person's not ready to receive that, you can say these prayers wherever you're at in your house. Mm-hmm. Lord, Father God, I know you hear. I know you see. 
I bind and rebuke that spirit of frustration in my house right now. It cannot dwell in this place for me and my household shall serve the Lord. And it's going to take time. It's going to take yes, time to get there. Of Back course. then, like my old ways, I would get, if I get mad of a person or something like that, it will affect me for like months, even a year. It takes time. Yeah. Now it's like a couple of hours. Okay. I'm good. Exactly. We're, we're nowhere near perfect, nor we're going to be perfect guys. That's not what we're trying to say here. Yeah. The goal is, though, to make the change and start the change. Mm-hmm. Start living in the frame of mind in which that will get you there, mm-hmm. not keep you here. Exactly. You can't go to a new level of faith with the same faith. Mm-hmm. You can't go to a new level of blessings with the same habits and the same thinking. Mm-hmm. Higher Glory to glory, faith to faith. Mm -hmm. He calls us deeper like the song Oceans. Mm -hmm. Call me deeper. If you want to go deeper, you're going to want more. He says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. I don't know about you guys or everyone listening today, (laughs) but I take that seriously because his word does not come back void. Void. And the promises Mm -hmm. of the Lord are yes and amen. Mm -hmm. So when he tells me if I seek him, I will find him. If I knock, that door will be open. Then I say, Lord, if this is your will for this door to be open, it will be open. Because you open doors no man can open, and you shut doors no man can shut. Mm-hmm. That's you true. Have, I've lived that. I you have it. Yep. to live it. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So before we end, okay. we, you know, like you said, we got to, I want to <laughs> share with you guys. It's, it's, you guys We're getting all preacher up in here. But <laughs> application. The word without works is what? Dead. Application. Mm-hmm. When you when your children go to school and the teacher says, your son or your daughter is great, but they're not applying themselves. Mm-hmm. What are we not applying in our lives? <laughs> Application. Yeah. Read your word. Meditate on the word day and night. That's what the Bible says to do. Right. Day and night. But apply it. Mm-hmm. Application, guys. Yeah. That's how you change your mind. That And this is how I'm going to tell you guys. Um, a beautiful woman who is Navajo, she got my saying beaded, uh, I mean, uh, printed on my shirt for me because I took her beating class. And I told her, and she laughed because she's a beater. So mm-hmm. when you're a beater, you know how tiny beads are. When you do Native American beadwork, you know how it serious it is, right? Yeah. So I said, take life one bead at a time. She busts that out and laughed because mm. if you think about it, if you have a medallion you're trying to do, that's probably going to take maybe a thousand beads. Right. Maybe. And I'm saying take life one bead at a time. Yeah. Apply that. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to jump hurdles and set yourself up with these five, six month goals. That may work for some people. Mm-hmm. Set two days. Then move your way to three days, four days. In five days, I want to see myself doing this. Mm-hmm. Take life one beat at a time. Yeah. One moment, one minute, one second, one step. Because that one second turns into a minute. The minute turns into an hour. The hour turns into a day. Mm-hmm. The day turns into a week. The week turns into a month. The month turns into years. And next thing you know, you're getting there. You're there. Mm-hmm. It just takes the step. Take the step. Yeah. Take the step. In your mind. Mm -hmm. I tell people when we're at church, you know, get up, 
and do a 360 in faith <laughs> that God just did a 360 in your life. Get up and do the whole 360. Turn around, 360. And say, Lord, I just took a step in faith. Mm-hmm. And watch your life change. Because you're trusting that when you're turning, you're doing the action of actually turning, you're believing. You're believing. Remember the lady with the issue of the blood? Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't looking for her. And all she believed is if she could touch a him, if she, she could just touch a him, mm-hmm. she'd be saved. And what happened when she did? She touched him and got healed. And he turned around and said, who touched me? He didn't even, she didn't even touch his body. He touched just the fabric. Yeah. But her faith was so strong, it healed her. And he turned around and said, who touched me? Mm-hmm. We have to stop thinking that the Bible does not apply to us in 2021. Mm-hmm. It still applies today. Yeah. You can still receive that kind of healing. The question you ask yourself today is, do you believe? Mm. Yep. I love it. I love this. Got all into it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how you have to fight. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to fight the enemy. You have to have faith in the word of God. You have yeah. to have faith that in Luke ten nineteen, he's giving you the power and authority to yeah. trample over. You see it. You, you acknowledge it. But come on. Live it. Yeah. It gets easier and easier in time. Yeah, for but sure. But don't mark me wrong. There's going to be trials and tribulations that are going to hurt, that are going to even make you question your faith. Mm-hmm. But that's where we have to be like Job and steadfast. Mm-hmm. Job did get to a point where he was like, oh, I dead. know, he I was know. Gone. And the Lord came down and said, do you know? Were you there when I created? Not mm-hmm. even the angels in heaven know. And he broke mm-hmm. it down. But he's steadfast. Mm-hmm. He didn't break his integrity. And what did God do? Bless him with double. Mm-hmm. Everything he had lost, he got back. Yeah. And more. So it's just, we got to stay fast. He was covered in boils and sickness. Yeah. Lost his kids, his crops, everything. everything. His life, everything, everything was gone. His wife was time, just just kill yourself. His own wife. Yeah. Curse God <laughs> so you can die already. Yeah. And his friends. Don't forget the friends. Oh, yeah. The friends who were uh, supposedly uh, did something uh-huh, wrong. Who were church people. But see, that's what I'm saying. In times of serious trials and tribulations, Even your own family won't understand you standing fast. Mm -hmm. But do not let go. Mm -hmm. Stand firm in the faith. Yes. And let that root of faith take a hold in your mind. Let us not be like Peter who walked out on the water and And started to sink. Because he started looking around. Yes. He took his eyes off Jesus. Keep your eyes up. Mm -hmm. I tell people, they say, oh, you Catholic, you Christian. I said, I'm team Jesus. Yeah. I don't know about you, but. (laughs) I'm team Jesus. Yeah. We're to be about our daddy's business. Mm-hmm. Team Jesus. I'm here to love, teach. That's and, it. And, you know, whatever else he calls me to do, we all have our works, you mm-hmm. know. But don't be discouraged. Yeah. You guys, don't be discouraged. Just stand firm. Yeah. Like, nobody's perfect. You're going to fail sometimes. You're going to try to give up sometimes. But just keep pressing on. Do not grow Worry. weary. And doing good. For in due season, you will reap a harvest. Yep. Yep. Be careful what you sow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. All right, guys. This is it. We're done. So I'll give you my final conclusion. I'll be right back. Thank you, Philly. You want to say welcome. any final words? No, just love you all. appreciate, you know, thankful for being here. I loved your testimony. Thank you and so much. Like I said, just really stand strong. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Be all right. All right, guys. 
Okay, so my for my final conclusion, I just want to say thank you for the audience who are listening. Uh, it's a different uh, type of angle that we're looking at. Uh, it's a spiritual realm. And I know we're so used to just looking at the physical, meaning psychological way of thinking, but I feel that we're more than just uh, humans. We're also soul. We're also spirit. So we have all those combinations. And if we learned from both sides, the physical and the spiritual, maybe we could learn more and grow more for, you know what I mean? Like kicking ass in our mental health and having a healthy uh, way of thinking and seeing things. So this is why I wanted to do uh, the spiritual side of everything. And it's basically a battlefield of the mind. It really is daily. Uh, you're going to, con uh, you're going to encounter, uh, situations that it's unexplainable. So don't just see it in one way, but also see in different ways. So you could get a, a better picture regarding what's bothering you, what's uh, controlling you or anything of the above. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And I know I learned a lot from Felicita. Thank you so much, girl. You're, you were great. Uh, so yeah, this is it. This is your girl, Little Rose. I'm out. Have a good day. God bless.